Did you just clap and drop it? Yeah. Can we please keep that in? That's so funny. Cold open. Hi everyone, it is Maddie Westbrook and welcome back to Closet Talk. Happy New Year! We have a little bit of defrosting to do on this episode and we are going to be reflecting on 2023. I'm going to be ranking every single month of 2023 and ranking it from worst to best. Producer Amanda spent this morning playing arts and crafts and creating this lovely little ranking the months board. We have all of our available months on the back. I'm holding the one that's the worst in my hand right now and I'm going to be ranking them in reverse order from worst to best. I'm excited. I think I've said that a lot. But April sucked. April was awful. April was the worst. April was so bad, it's going upside down. That's how bad April was. Let me do some explaining. I've blocked out a lot of January through March, I would say. April was a low. It was a really bad time. And I think it was because... I was going through a lot emotionally, like probably the lowest point, eh, maybe second lowest point in my life in terms of emotions. And amongst that time as well, I was also going, this sounds weird, but like Coachella was a lot for me. I didn't really want to go, but I got a brand deal that was like, I can't pass this opportunity up. I have to go. And it's weird complaining about it, but like the whole time I was dehydrated, like I literally felt like crying the entire time. I was not in the mental space to be in the middle of all these people, but I had already agreed to this deal like months beforehand. I didn't know where I was going to be. And then we moved two days. We had two days to pack up our entire apartment after Coachella. And so the two weeks before we went, I was like up packing doing all the work to move me and my roommate. And I was just sitting there until like three in the morning every night, like sobbing, like it was so bad. And I would just say that that was just the worst because it was like, I didn't really have an online presence. I wasn't posting nearly as much as I usually did. There were people who were expecting me to say a lot that I didn't and that's fine with me. And then there was like the emotional part of it and like my chest hurt every day so bad. It was like, I had never gone through that sort of like emotional turmoil before. I was talking to like my parents a lot. I was like just going through it so much to the point where even my roommate like was really concerned for me. He was like, yo, you're going through so much right now. You need to just like breathe. Coachella is like peak time, I guess, for people with my job. If you're going to an event like that, it's like, oh my gosh, what are you going to wear? What are you going to do this? What are you going to do that? And the year before that, I had a stylist. But for, for the record, she's great, really great person. And I think she styled my roommate as well. Yeah, 2022 Coachella, she kind of made me look like that sad little emo guy from Horton he's a here's a who that's why I wanted to style myself last year everything that I spent on Coachella 2022 was super expensive and I was like that's so unnecessary I thrifted everything this year because I was like for last year oh my gosh it's 2024 oh my gosh wow reflection I, I thrifted everything last year because I was like I can't do this again I can't be dropping like two thousand dollars on a, on like weird outfits I'm only gonna wear once this year I looked a lot better too I think just I customized my style a lot more that was a lot like it was just so much crammed into one month and that's why April sucked moving on to follow that up February sucked <laughs> February is going at number 11 this is the ranking so far here's why February sucked it was like, you know, when you like break up with someone, right? And then you're going through that period of time where you're like, like the what ifs, I guess, the unnecessary what ifs. I was officially trying to cut off contact and the other party wasn't particularly reciprocating. It makes things a lot harder. And like, I remember I caved once and I texted, you know, my ex and was like, 
This is so sad. But it was really hard because it was like, you know, you just have to like push through that phase of breaking up with somebody where it's like, I want to reach out so bad, but we need to stop doing this weird thing where we go back and forth. And so February was officially when we completely cut contact in terms of like me responding. And that just was awful. I had so many friends in my life who were like, you just need to like cut it off. You just needed like make the severance official. And it's hard when you have friends in your life who know what's best for you. You have family in your life who know what's best for you. And like, it's hard to see through that because you have your own like such intense emotions and feelings. But like once you officially cut it off and there's this like moment of realization where you're like, oh, it's like over, over. There's like no coming back from this. That was that, that was February. I was also going on like these weird ski trips just to simply like get away from life. I know it sounds odd, but I would go up into the mountains with my friends and I just leave my phone in the cabin for like days. Cause I was like, I can't do this. Like, I don't want to see this person's name in my phone. I can't continuously like try to cut contact, but unsuccessfully, um, especially when you care about someone and they're going through a lot. It's like weird. It's super weird. I had a lot of friends in my life in February come to me and be, be like, I don't know if I can continue to be in your life or be friends with you if you're going to continue to do your current behavior, which was like a huge reality check, losing friends. And it was even bigger because there were a lot of friends who like aren't confrontational people. I'm not a confrontational person. And so I know exactly how that feels to have to come to somebody and be like, yo, what you're doing right now or what you're going through right now, like you need to kind of knock it off. You need to like really realize what's best for you, what's best kind of for everyone in your life because you're going through so much, but that doesn't mean it's not affecting other people. So that was a massive reality check. And that kind of made me realize like, okay, this is for the better. Had that moment of realization. We were pretty low. Next month, would it be crazy to say January? <laughs> January, the start of 2023 was bad. It was not good. I don't know how much I want to say in terms of like my past relationship, but the contact was still there. And it was like, that is where the February realizations happened was when I made all the bad decisions in January. And I'm going to be so honest. I don't remember a lot of January. I've purposefully tried to block a lot of that out. So we're not going to get too in depth, but I do remember feeling scared and stuck. Like there was nothing I could do to like change anything that was happening in my life. And that's a very scary feeling of being like, I don't know if there's anything I can do, which now clarity, hindsight, healing. It's been a whole year. You're never like stuck. You know what I mean? That's like the biggest thing I realized like in my life, like in particular, I don't know your very specific situation, obviously. But what I've come to realize is like, if I ever feel stuck again, it's like you're not stuck. And that's what a lot of people like explained to me in my life. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so scared. I'm so like in this, like I have no idea how to get out of where I'm at in life right now. Cause it just wasn't good mentally, physically, just not great. And in January too, like I started to see like changes in myself that like physically that were really scary. I lost like a lot of weight really fast and that was really scary but that's like one of the first signs of like my mental health is like when I start to see physical changes in myself and whether it's like gaining a lot of weight or losing a lot of weight that's the first thing that I kind of see where I'm like oh no that's not great and so in January I started to feel like all of these emotions that would become a lot clearer throughout the year that I could dissect with my therapist understand better with the people in my life but that's where I made a lot of the bad decisions and mistakes. It wasn't like a dependency issue, but I started like dabbling in like extracurricular activities 
that I shouldn't have that are scary and damaging. And I had a lot of people in my life be like, okay, you can't do that. That's not good. And you need to knock it off. Yeah, a lot of the first few months of the 2023 were people telling me to like get myself together, which I am. I'm together and all in like one piece. That's all sewn and taped up. Moving on. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's the new year, which means everyone is obsessed with creating resolutions for themselves and thinking of ways they want to start fresh. I know the beginning of January is always a time when I personally get caught up reflecting on things I want to change about myself in the new year. But it's also a time to remind yourself of all the things you accomplished last year. I know I also grew so much in the past year from starting this podcast to learning how to better communicate my needs in life. That's the great thing about therapy. It reminds you how to find your strengths so you can make changes that really stick instead of creating extreme resolutions. I really appreciated going to therapy over the past year because it helped me unpack the impact of my past. And therapy isn't just for people who have experienced major trauma in their life. It is such a good opportunity for everyone to reflect on where they are in life and set goals for their future. Therapy can teach you positive coping skills and how to set boundaries and empowers people to be the best versions of themselves. I think the start of a new year is such a good opportunity to try something new. If you're thinking about starting therapy, try BetterHelp. BetterHelp is completely online and it's designed to be convenient and flexible with your busy schedule. You just fill out some quick questions to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no extra fees. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash closet talk today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash closet talk. Now back to the show. hear me out this is gonna be crazy july (gasps) i know we're jumping over some months here july was i'd say the same emotional level as january (gasps) oh my goodness and i'm gonna explain why i think carter and i touched on it like just a little bit in our podcast together which he's gonna be back soon so excited uh that was the month where we were really going through it where like our relationship it wasn't on the rocks because we've had so many conversations about like no matter what we go through no matter where our friendship ends up physically, like where we are together, we're always gonna be in each other's lives. July was like kind of testing that and being like, okay, what do we have to communicate and figure out in our lives in order to continue to have the friendship that we have? And we're great now. I mean, he just like sat on my toilet as I like did my nails this morning and like did my hair, like we're so good. But July was like, we had to figure out how to kind of coexist in terms of like my romantic relationship versus our like me and carter's platonic relationship and it was a lot of communication and i would say that month was really hard because i don't think growth is easy it's never supposed to be easy if you're going through something easy i don't think you're particularly growing from it and so going through forcing myself to communicate in a way that i had never communicated before and kind of standing up for myself when usually in the past i would have let myself like be stepped on a little bit and been like kind of disrespected a little bit i was like standing up for certain parts but also It's hard to take accountability sometimes, taking accountability for like what I was doing wrong. All of those things was like shoved into July. Every like life lesson, I think the majority of life lessons that I learned this year were learned in July. A lot of growth. July, we did come out a little bit on the better side. I guess to boot that, I would say June was the next hardest month. Yeah, June. June (laughs) was the January of like the first four months of the year. August, things started to get a lot better in terms of like my life. In terms of like the first seven months, over the summer, I kind of had the same like 
behavioral issues that I had in January where I was just kind of like trying to like be sneaky and like sneak around and be like all suspicious, which was so unnecessary. I feel like, I don't know. Like now I feel like the first six months were filled with so much growth. And then the like second half of the year was filled with so much peace. It's very, very interesting to look at it and just be like, oh, that was just one year, which I do all the time, by the way, in my Snapchat memories. I'll get memories like today or yesterday. I was going through a lot of them and I was like, oh my gosh, I was working at the boba shop, like first starting to post on social media three years ago. That was like only three years ago. So much happens in a year. At the same time, you conceptualize it as like, oh, that was only a year. That's crazy to me. That's wild. Yeah, I was just trying to be sneaky in ways that I didn't need to be sneaky. I wasn't lying to people in my life, but I definitely was just, what is it? White lie where you don't tell the whole truth. In the past, I was just trying to like protect myself. And like by keeping things to myself, I feel like a lot of my walls got built up at the very beginning of 2023. A lot of the walls of like being able to just let people in and tell people the truth and let them break past that initial barrier that I feel like a lot of people have with anyone, unless you're like drunk with a stranger at a bar. I get that. Sometimes I'll be telling people my whole life story because I got a little too tipsy in like the middle of the bar. But I definitely had a lot of those walls built up in June and I was trying to like protect my peace. But that only made things way more chaotic for the people who were like physically in my life. And I think during that month as well was when I started to kind of like realize who was good and not good for me in terms of friends. And it's so silly. Cause I see these videos all the time on TikTok. I would say like a 30 year old and be like, what I wish 20 year old me knew. And I remember seeing so many of these videos at the beginning of like 2023, 20, where it was like, just don't have people in your life who make you unhappy or who don't treat you right. And like, it's obviously so much easier said than done. But I think that's what I really learned this year. I had people in my life who just made me feel bad about myself, who I did not enjoy, enjoy being around because I didn't like who I was around that person. But I remember I had this friend who would just come over, we'd sit on my patio, we'd, you know, indulge in the jazz cabbage, and we'd just kind of talk poorly about people. And then they'd leave and I'd be like, why did I do that? That didn't make me feel good. And I'd be talking poorly about people who I didn't even know. And I think that month was a lot of like, kind of not weeding out, but cutting a lot of contact with the people who just didn't make my life happier. Moving forward, we're getting into like the better months. Seven is like word, we're gonna say March. Still towards the beginning of the year. Seven is March. I had really close friends in March who are still my close friends. I think in March, I learned a lot about the differences between like platonic and romantic relationships. And that was something that I really struggled with. And that was like a lesson that I really needed to like learn in my life, especially because, you know, when you're single, I would say 50% more free time than a non-single person, depending on how much time you have available to spend with your partners. And I think for me, I leaned on a lot of my single friends in a way that was like, okay, I just have more free time. Like I don't have somebody in my life who takes up X amount of time lovingly. Like I don't mean that in a bad way. That's just like what you are supposed to want when you're in a relationship, like be around the person and love the person. But you do have more free time when you're single. I had like a lot of like really, really, really close platonic relationships in March. And going through that and kind of like transitioning, I would say like in May, I kind of started to like talk to 
my current girlfriend. And we didn't meet until the very end of March, beginning of April, right? And so March was like, okay, I'm making all these friends. This is super cool. I'm getting close with people who I've always wanted to be close with. But, you know, you just don't have the ability to do that when you're in a relationship. Like make like super close friends in a way that you would when you're single, um, which makes sense. Like, that's just kind of how things go. Is that toxic? I don't know. And it's not a bad thing. If you want a relationship and you're in a relationship, I will reiterate, it's a loving and amazing thing to be able to spend so much time with somebody. And I get that. Like, I think that's why I developed so many close platonic friendships was because in March I was single and I was like, okay, no offense, but like my social battery with you kind of runs out. But at the same time, when I'm in a relationship, my social battery doesn't run out with the person that I'm with. So being able to spend that free time with somebody who's also like, okay, I only just get energized by being around you. That's so different. And so I was making a lot of those like close platonic friendships that later on, I feel like this was leading up to like, uh oh, we have to have conversations because we were like really, really, really close. And I remember one of my closest friends, we spent so much time together. We went like thrifting together. We went like, we, we hung out every day and it was super platonic. There was nothing romantic going on between us. We were both very single. Towards the beginning of when I like kind of met, started hanging out with my current girlfriend, that energy kind of switched into me starting to hang out with somebody else a lot. And I remember she was like pretty upset about it. She was pretty offended until I told her that we were talking. Then she was like, oh, I get it. Go do your thing. Like she was super respectful about like, okay, I get like why you're hanging out with her so much. She thought she was being like replaced in like a platonic sense. And I was like, no, like I like this girl. Like I really like her. And she was like, that makes total sense. And we're still super close. So that's great. They're also friends. Like they know who each other is, are. And that's great. But March was developing a lot of those close platonic relationships that sort of like, I wouldn't say dwindled throughout the year, but definitely conversations had to be had about like, okay, why did we spend so much time together? And why are we like spending less time together? I wouldn't say I like completely cut off everybody in my life. I definitely still make time for other people because it's at the point where it's also like, okay, if you're spending all your time with one person, unless you're like living together or married, I don't know. I think that's a little like controlling or weird if like your partner is like okay it can be only me in your life that's controlling and freaky having friends is very important and that's also what i've learned to like balance you know that was march moving forward to the happier parts of the year i would say may may was a happy month for me i would say it was at that point too where those platonic relationships like we had to have those conversations in may oh my gosh the like sweet soft beginning talking stages of just being with somebody who's so fresh who like there's just a plethora of information to learn about someone and you first start talking and you're like wow all I want to do is like consume your brain like that was May we were like we would spend all night just sitting there like talking getting to know each other and like there's just that like spark that you feel with somebody when you first start talking that's obviously going to continue like I still feel that spark like I still get like excited to see my girlfriend but when you're first talking to somebody, there's also that like, oh my gosh, are we talking to talk? Like Spencer and I talked about this. Are we talking to date? And I was just talking as in like, okay, I just really want to get to know this girl. Like I really just want to know who she is. But the more time that I spent with her throughout the month of May, I was like, wow, I really like who you are inside and out. And that was just a really, really fun month for me because we'd like go read on the beach and we'd like, I don't know, just like spend so much time together that was really like calming and peaceful for me that I hadn't felt in a long time. When your life is going through like so much turmoil and chaos, especially on the inside, and then you are able to find somebody who like calms a lot of that down by literally just existing, it's really, really nice feeling. May I'd say was like a very peaceful month 
And then throughout June and July, I started to feel the repercussions of like just wanting to spend a lot of my time with one person. So those were difficult, but May was great. One through five, I don't say they were equal, but let's see. This is gonna be crazy. I would say that's number five. What, who's expecting that? December was a lot and it wasn't like a bad month. Again, one through six, they were all really good months. And I did a lot of like growing and learning in December, but it was mostly just like job oriented. I decided to take on something called Vlogmas and it was a lot. And I also didn't understand like what Vlogmas is, which is dumb because if you, if you listen to the name, it's called Vlogmas. You vlog your day and then you post about it. But I was doing these like fully fleshed out concepts of like what, not even what my day looked like. I was like fully producing and editing an entire long form YouTube video every single day, which is super different than vlogging, obviously. And I did vlog on like some days and those were definitely like the easier days. December was a lot just because I would average maybe three to five hours of sleep every night with editing, filming and like producing and going to like gather supplies. I remember probably a very big low in December was I decided to wrap my roommate's entire room in wrapping paper and that took 18 hours. And then directly after that, I spent um, six hours just editing, editing, editing until he got home. And then I remember there was like a full 48 hour period where I maybe got like one hour of sleep. And it was because I accidentally fell asleep editing. So I was mostly just drained in December. And I think the outcome was great. Like I love the videos that I made. I love the feedback. I love the response. That was super fun and awesome. I also got to visit my family a lot in December, but travel always like stresses me out. It was a good month. It wasn't a bad month. Okay, yeah, we'll go September. We're doing September at number four. Again, still great month, top five month. Uh, I turned 23 in September and it wasn't a bad birthday. It was like one of the most special birthdays of my life because I'm not a birthday person. And I know people are like, oh, why did you like your birthday? I don't know. There wasn't something that happened there. I was like, oh, my birthday. But I will say the past few years of spending my birthday in LA, there was a lot of expectation going on in my own head because I was like, oh my gosh, I think the first year that I moved here, I turned 21 and that's like, oh my gosh, you're turning 21, you live in LA, like go party. But I spent the entire time when I turned 21 at my own party, making sure other people were okay. Like it was just in my apartment, I invited a bunch of random people. They weren't like a cohesive group of people. And I spent it like just really running around being like, okay, are you okay? Are you okay? Cause there was a lot of like, also like friend group drama going on around that period of time. And so I would have people pull me aside and be like, oh my gosh, so-and-so said this, so-and-so did this. And I was like, Ugh. it's my birthday. And I was sober too. Like I wasn't drinking on my 21st birthday. And then my 22nd birthday, I don't even remember what I did. I th I'm pretty sure I spent it just like stoned, <laughs> like on the couch. I don't think I did much. So no birthday has really felt special until this year. My girlfriend planned out a whole day. It was like the sweetest and cutest thing ever. Earlier this year, I went to the aquarium and realized that I really loved frogs. And ever since I did that, I don't remember what month I did that, but I was like, okay, I need to go back and see the frogs. So she took me and we read and like, I don't know why, but I love gazebos. I love the word, I love the structure. I think they're so cute. We went and we read in like a rose garden. We like got our favorite little drinks. That was also where my Sunny Angel obsession started, by the way. That's where like I got my first Sunny Angel was on my birthday. Um, I would say the only thing that kind of made that month like eh, was that my roommate was traveling a lot. And this isn't something that was like bad on his part at all. He was just gone a lot. 
like when he wasn't there i was just like alone which i think is like a fact like i need to just be more comfortable alone like that because it, it was weird that was i think the month where i realized like oh when he's not home like i'm alone and usually i just like hang out with my girlfriend but then i was like okay i'm hanging out with you like you have to go do your own thing like you have to like live your life go do your work go to your job and I literally would just like twiddle my thumbs and wait for people to come home. And so that month I was just like alone a lot. But again, it wasn't a bad thing. I learned how to be alone throughout that month. And I was like, okay, let me just have hobbies. So I started playing my guitar more. I started reading more. But again, it was not a bad month. It was filled with a lot of like cute, sweet, happy memories. Oh my gosh, I forgot I put September. I was like, I hope I'm talking about the right month. Number three, we're gonna do October. October at number three. Lovely, beautiful, amazing. Um, October was great. I literally just think it was so great because it was probably such a chill month. Like I really wasn't doing a lot with my life and I loved it. I was just kind of figuring out like, I think I like, did a lot of remodeling and like really redecorating in October. And like, I'm somebody who gets, has to get really like physically attached to their, you know, physical space like that I live in. And this is funny because my girlfriend this month too, um, we were talking about it and Carter and I are like, do we, we had this conversation where we were like, do we even like where we live right now? Like physically, there's a lot of stairs. And I know that sounds like lazy. It really is like a pain for him to like walk up four flights of stairs just to get to his room. It's a lot. And like, if I want to see him, I have to walk up a flight of stairs and they're just so separating of the house. It makes the house feel like sections and not like fun sections. Um, October was where I really put the, we put the time, we put the effort into making our space look really, really nice and really, really good. I saw my family a lot in October. I had friends visit in October. But yeah, I would say October was just really peaceful. Like it was really vibey. Like we, our apartment, that's like where, like peak where it looked great still looks great because of what we did in october um but it's super just chill i don't really have a lot to say about the good months oh i have to do number one first boom, -boom, boom number one was august yay august so many reasons so many reasons um it's because of three main things it's where i got the closest with my girlfriend that's when i asked her to be my girlfriend and that was a really special moment for me because i was like i don't think i'd ever really like asked somebody like during a really special moment to like be my girlfriend and I flew her out uh to Chicago for Lollapalooza and we stayed we stayed at this really nice hotel and like one of the main reasons why this was such a good month was because it was like a it was like a nice hotel and then we get to the front desk and they were like oh we gave you a room upgrade and I was like oh word they gave us like the like nicest room like at the end of the hall with like the fancy door that looked like we were staying in a safe like it was crazy it was like two whole bedrooms and we were like okay what is going on? But also I got to see Noah Khan live at Lollapalooza. And then I got to ask her to be my girlfriend at Lana Del Rey during Lollapalooza. And it was just like being able to spend like, it was like a full five days just with her. We were just like hanging out, going to cute little cafes, going to get cute little breakfast stuff together. Like it was so fun. And like, I would say that was also like the most fun month because then I think I came back and Carter and I went to Noah live together. like. A week after that seeing no it was crazy like i think i cried twice the festival set list was different than like the um the concert set list so i saw him live which was great but then seeing it with carter we got like pit tickets and i remember this is another high for me because i bought the pit tickets to noah like right as they first went on sale this was before i think dial drunk blew up so this was only when he had stick season as his like major song and I talked to somebody who was also in the pit that said they bought pit tickets like a month before the concert for like $600. They, and then 
night of the concert, they were going for $800. And I bought them for like 200 when they first went on sale. So that was crazy. And that was like a super fun moment. And then it was also super cool because he was like right there. And oh my gosh, I'm going to just brag so hard right now. He follows me on TikTok and I've never messaged him because I'm so afraid that if I message him, he's going to be like, who are you? And then unfollow me because he followed me back way before he like blew up for how big he is now. But oh my gosh, it was so crazy being able to like see that in person. And I had never gone to a Noah concert before because he was kind of a smaller artist before this year. He would perform in like really odd towns. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to fly to Georgia for this. But um, seeing him twice in August was so great. And then getting a girlfriend in August was fantastic. And then again, August was just one of those months that was just like, so chill i got to see my family i got to see like my sister i think that was also the month that like my parents and i went like halfsies on like a car for her so we got to like surprise her for with a car for like her junior year of college i was just so happy i remember just being so like elated that month and that was also like a really big like gender euphoric month month for me because i remember i asked my girlfriend i was like oh my gosh you know be my girlfriend she was like yes she was so surprised it was adorable for like a week after that we'd be like oh my gosh like you're my girlfriend and she'd be like i'm your girlfriend and then in my last relationship i was called boyfriend and i don't know like where i came to the conclusion about that but she asked me like i would say like a week after i asked her to be my girlfriend she was like what do you want me to call you and i was like oh girl like I don't know like can I have some time to think about that because I had been thinking about it partner just always makes me think of the word howdy howdy partner like I don't know it always just feels country to me and then like spouses just for like such marital purposes um and so that was the month where I was like oh my gosh like I think I like feel like a girlfriend like you make me feel pretty and you make me feel like cute and sweet and small and I want to be a girlfriend so I don't think that term has ever been like more fitting like she makes me feel like a girlfriend which is so fun um so yeah overall that month was just great loved august was fantastic and then obviously november oh yay number two how beautiful look at this beautiful chart no it was just so relaxing i would say before the like chaos of december i love thanksgiving no i do and i know this is like a lot of like cultural things that are wrong with that holiday but it's when i get to see my family and like food is such a love language in my family like growing up i literally will never go home and take my mom's cooking for granted i know i did and then i went to college and was like this cafeteria food is it's so bad and then i would go home and she'd like cook me like home cooked meals i'm about to go home and cook carter like uh chicken noodle soup because he loves my mom's chicken soup and so i'm gonna make him that so like food in my family ever since i kind of moved out has been like so important to me and thanksgiving is just like about that for me it's just like oh my gosh we're cooking together we're spending time together and then my girlfriend also got to spend thanksgiving with my family which was just again it was so peaceful we did like puzzles every night we watched the hunger games it was just i was so relaxed and so happy in november um it was just such a chill month and i think that that's just what i strive for in my life is just peacefulness like that's what the main goal of 2024 is like consistency and peacefulness like holding my own peace staying consistent in like my job going to the gym staying healthy november was also great because i in december i completely like stopped leaning on a substance like just cut it off like out of my life and i think i stopped doing that like sort of at the end of November and it was great because I didn't even think about that substance that wasn't something that was like a part of my daily life anymore or, or my life at all and I think that was like a great start to December was just 
cutting that thing off in November. And we're leaving that in 2023 because we had to get my health in control a lot, like at the in December, which was also really chaotic. I was in like the urgent care in my hometown like the day after Christmas because my lungs started being dramatic. And then I got like a bunch of different like prescriptions to like make sure that my health was okay, which is so crazy because like, I don't know. I never really thought of asthma like that crazy of a thing. I would always make jokes about it in my videos. I'd be like, oh, haha inhaler but then my lungs started to close up and I was like oh wow this is like not good this isn't like a fun experience um and so we had to get that a lot in control over like December but that like November was like the calm before the storm you know I would say top five is like best months of the year obviously that's exactly what we were doing yeah look how beautiful I, I was afraid I was gonna hold it upside down there we go I'm gonna put this on my wall Okay, also this week's queer moment in history, which if you don't know what the queer moment in history is, it's a queer moment in history that is pivotal to the queer experience. And this week, for me, it is so personally and like a niche sort of excitement because if you don't know who these people are, you need to go figure it out and I'll tell you exactly where to find them. Parvati and Mae Martin started dating or like hard launch. They didn't start dating, I'm assuming, like this month. But they hard launched on Instagram like three days ago. Amanda brought it up to my attention. I would have never figured that out by myself. It was crazy because Parvati is somebody who's like been on Survivor multiple times, one of my favorite players of all time. And then Mae Martin is a stand-up comedian and has their own like Netflix special, I believe. And then on top of that, they were an actor in Feel Good. There's two like just such opposite sides of like the entertainment industry realms and then they're coming together that's just wild for me because this was also parvati coming out and the hard launch i love a good hard launch i saw so many people at the beginning of like this year like on january 1st hit them with a hard launch and i loved it and so that was also a really cool thing that was literally just brought to my attention that's so great I love when people come out. That was so fun for me. And you should have seen my face when I first found out because they're just two such niche areas. And I just so excited for them, so happy for them. They look so happy and cute in the little. I also love a good photo booth picture, but that was definitely the moment this week. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 22 of Closet Talk. I'm your host, Maddie Westbrook, and you can find me anywhere. And when I say anywhere, I mean anywhere except for OnlyFans at Westbrook. Um, I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay queer, everyone. Love you guys. See you next time.